1: Think we're good. Um, Reavers is gonna post. No, he's not posting anything. No, this is um, this is a thing of beauty. I was uh-huh. my brother, the Paul, the poor, yeah. brought this to my attention, and um, he said, Show, share this with the fellas. Where did you get this? And it's called Iraqi Army Jumping Jack Fail. All right, so yeah. our guys are trying to teach their guys how to do. Jumping chairs. They're not that complicated, are they? Oh
0: my God. Some
2: they, of these guys can't do it. <laughs> I love the guy whose arms are straight right up right to here. the he side. Just, yeah, he and jumps. He's, he's slapping okay. his rear end. I am
1: jumping now. This is for me to jump. clap and hands out. Clap and jump. I'll send oh, that post. Then. I'll send <laughs> that to Reavers. <laughs> and. Post but it's all of them. They just they jump and they just clap. Hey, how you doing? I got this now. Yes. So yes, we have settled down a little bit. I'm sorry. So thanks to the poor for sending that over. That is very funny. Frequent
0: emailer Dave Arneson (laughs) uh, sent me an email that said, what do you see in this picture? And he's referring to the picture that was in the Star Tribune today of three protesters blocking the light rail line yesterday. Yeah. And the three protesters are being confronted by a black guy who's saying, will you guys move? I'm tired of the commute, the train being stopped. The black guy's probably t- trying to get to work, right. Or school. Right. So Arneson says, "What do you see in this picture?" I see three selfish privileged white guys inconveniencing a black guy who's probably on his way to school or work. That's exactly what I'm seeing. Now that you pointed <laughs> it out, look at look at. <coughs> I see him. Three dweebs sitting
1: there. Yeah, that's Let's not lay down on the on the tracks. I don't care what you're
0: protesting.
1: Today's ray of hope. From Dave in
0: Mendota, I was in northwestern Nebraska last week and picked up the local paper. Hay Springs, Nebraska, class of 2018. Their class motto, they quoted Calvin Coolidge, don't expect to build up the weak by pulling down the strong. The entire class consists of 13 people. And from, okay, okay, settle down. Wait, it's there's, funny.
1: There's
2: more.
0: There's it's like 50, funny. There's, there's a push-ups division. Yeah, push-ups in the hall.
1: Yeah, It's not going to be good. I mean,
0: who are our guys trying to train, Afghanis or Iraqis? Uh,
1: Iraqis. Is this recent? Uh, I do not have a date on it. No, this is a, years ago. I don't know why it's surfacing now. Uh, Tim writes, the closer you get to the country's tallest buildings,
0: the less likely you are to know your neighbors. Maybe Mysterians really don't like people. Well, they don't. No. And he's referring to a Pew Research Center survey that says 40 uh, percent of rural Americans said they knew all or most of their neighbors, compared to 24 percent of urban Americans. Hmm. And thus, a new American maxim is born: the closer you are to somebody, the farther you are from knowing them. Huh. That's something.
1: to 24. I believe that. Mm
0: -hmm. And we had a teacher beat up yesterday.
1: Yeah. In
0: Minneapolis. That teacher's in critical condition. (sighs) Uh, This happened at the Harrison Education Center at 9.45 a.m. I'm thinking it was yesterday. Uh eighteen year old student arrested and taken into custody the forty three year old staff member was rushed to the hospital and multiple media sources describe his condition as critical
1: i i i, I don't understand. i've been you know everybody's been mad at a teacher or disagreed I have always routinely been hit <clears throat> by teachers it never occurred to me to hit them right
0: right <laughs> i don't I, I i don't understand this which i don't approve of by the way right i don't think uh Teachers should hit kids, nor should kids hit teachers. Right, But the center is not holding, Matt.
1: No, I can, and, give, you, and,
0: I can give you some real
1: examples of that today. The center is not holding. Okay. A hump day, you're going to give us some, some reasons that the center is not holding. Mm-hmm.
0: This is one of them. This is not the first attack at Harrison. Uh, in December of 2015, Principal Monica Fabre was assaulted by a teen who had been suspended from school and was not even supposed to be on campus. She was grabbed by the hair, dragged to the ground, and punched in the head. She suffered a concussion and was unable to return to work on the advice of her doctor.
1: Quality students over there, parents. Way to go. What is, what is Harrison? Here, here. Is
0: that an alternative school? I'm going to look here. Harrison? We were all better off when we knew the names of schools.
1: Right. Harrison?
0: Yeah. Harrison,
1: Uh, what's it called?
0: Harrison Education Center. Uh. Is
1: that for uh, young people who might need extra attention? I wonder. Or more about Harrison Education Center. It's in uh, Minneapolis, Minneapolis School District. Mm-hmm. Let's look for the address here: five hundred one Irving Avenue North. I, Come, I, hey, North! I'm not interested.
0: I'm not interested in that. I thought you were going to tell me what kind of school it is. Does it say it's for
1: uh, Harrison Education is a public school located in Minneapolis. It serves sixty six students from grades nine to twelve. Yep. That's not very big. Are they kids who have been in trouble maybe at other schools? Uh, I'm going to click on that. It does not tell me if it is a special ed school like that. Of course,
0: it's, you know, when we used to know the names of schools, they were named after, uh, in often, often cases, or most cases, famous Americans that we had heard of. Right. Just a minute. Who is it, Reeves? Pat. Pat?
3: Hi, Joel. This is Pat. From yes. yes. Well, I, I taught over there. I retired November twenty first, two thousand seventeen. Joe.
0: Okay. What kind of school is it?
3: It's a it's a alternative school. It's severely severely emotionally behaviorally disturbed kids, Joe. Okay. These kids are rough. These are tough kids.
1: Well, but and, but, uh, but are they are they so tough that they don't know it's wrong to attack a teacher?
3: No, they know what they're doing. Okay. Yep, they're high, really aggressive. Uh, a lot of the kids are fed alcohol. Yep. Uh, these kids have been bouncing in and out of the the prisons and school. It, it's it's tough. I had a, I after thirty five years, man, I parked it.
0: I well, in other words, the teachers who work there uh, they're signing up for extra duty.
3: I gotta tell you, they're doing God's work, Joe, but right. it's tough. It's tough. We have a we go through a lot of people. All
0: right. Okay, well, we'll Did we'll, you know that principal that uh, had to leave, Fabre? Yes. Yes, yeah. I did. Yep. S- sounds like she was pretty well physically uh,
1: beaten.
3: You know what's sad about it, too, Joe? They never backed her up. They never supported her after she was hurt. They being a school board? Correct.
1: Yeah. That doesn't surprise. Yeah. You know what, Joe,
3: that's the biggest thing why I got out of teaching. There's just no support.
1: All right, hang in there. Good luck. Hey, thanks, Joe. Thank you. All right. Well, we can. F- we can float those kids some sympathy as a result of their upbringing, only to a point, that's where we need to find out where uh, we go, wow, uh, you don't get sympathy anymore, you just smacked a teacher. I got a, a couple of great examples
0: today. By the way, uh, everyone who's wanting me to see it, yes, I've seen the uh, photographs of the eagle who picked up the fox, and the fox is
1: holding a rabbit, so the eagle got a twofer. right. And any dog chains, collars, just,
0: just like the fox I had to uh, fetch from out under the house. Oof! You yeah. pew! You pew! Pew! <laughs> yeah, two great examples of the center not holding. We'll, we, you can get them. You, we'll, we'll get to it. You can get them. Uh, we'll be just a moment here. Gotcha. Joe I think John Haidt had this fellow in one of his newscasts yesterday. The 30-year-old who refuses to leave his parents' house in New York. Uh, His name is Michael Rotondo. And he had a court session uh, in which he insisted that he needed to be served an eviction notice, which the judge found ludicrous, and said that he... uh, he can't leave because he's uh, trying to achieve a poverty status that will allow him to see his estranged son without having to pay court fees. Hmm. And so he's very angry at his parents have told him things like you have to get insurance and get a job. And he got to grow up. He contends that, well, that would that would uh, that would interfere with my ability to uh, uh, see the or to get uh, court fees waived in a custody battle he has with the mother of the child who he's never been married to, nor has had a relationship with. Okay. And, uh, so he's refused to leave the house. He says he has a job, but he won't tell
1: anybody what it is. He, he uh, expressed the, the fact that he, uh, is a business owner. And when, when asked about it, he said he doesn't mix business with his business with business. Yeah. He, yeah, My business, you sound yeah. like Kenny. Yeah. Well, right. My business is none of your business.
0: Right. Uh, you have audio of this character.
1: I do. I have. A, I have a, a is it, snippet. Is he a candidate for groin kicking? I think he is. You're going to find out right here. Right. This is after his court date, and um, he wasn't sure whether he gets to stay 30 days or has to leave immediately. Right. But he talks about that right after. The notion that
3: you know that I'm just out of there it really seems,
1: you know, very most unreasonable. The reason that he has to go seems out of most there, unreasonable. unreasonable,
0: groin kick this guy that. Deserves this.
1: Oh, oh, oh. Let's give him another one. What the hell, huh? Uh. Ooh. 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 Get out of here. You gotta move out, kid.
0: The parents look like they're uh civil, Christina and Mark Rotondo
2: are pictures. Uh, huh? I'm not buying it. I what this kid's want? an idiot, but this if it gets to this point, yeah. this is on Ma and Pa that you let it get to this point. It's on you. There Sorry. Was a,
1: there was a lot of audio that I could not use because you, he was mumbling and right. he was out, outside of the courthouse. And he has very long hair down to, you know, Fabio-like. He's got the t- uh, the ponytail. And he like. was playing with his hair and putting it in a bun as he was talking to reporters. So mm-hmm. he was so I guess distracted and put upon.
2: My point is, I, I get it that, you know, once kids get done with school, whether it's high school, college, whatever... Sometimes you fall on hard times, you got to move back home, which, you know, it's not the most desirable position to be in, but I get it. You're trying to get, you know, get your own life started. But if you're 30 years old and it's gotten to this point, that's on mom and dad. Sorry. The fact that you weren't tough with him, you know, 10 years ago, that's on you.
0: He left home a few years ago and that's when he uh, fathered the child and then quickly returned to living at home. So. Yeah, you 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 might be onto something with the idea that uh, mom and dad should have uh, you know seen this. You know, it's not tantamount to a school shooting, but they should have seen the trench coat wearing syndrome.
1: Right, right. And this is, and he's using his newfound celebrity to further his career or whatever, whatever he wants. I don't know how he thinks he's going to cash in on this.
0: Further proof that the word racist. No longer means anything. Okay. A German candy company apologized this week for posting an embarrassing image. They put quote marks around embarrassing. I don't see what's embarrassing about it. An embarrassing image of a piece of chocolate wearing a wedding dress on the day of the royal nuptials. After social media users blasted it as racist. Yeah, nope. The sweets outfit, Super Dickman depleted the Facebook post portraying their famous Chakakus, a chocolate-covered marshmallow treat, dressed up as Meghan Markle on her big day. The wedding, yes. What are you looking at? Wouldn't you also want to be Meghan today, read the caption? The words, a foam in white, a reference to the candy's creamy interior and a pun on a vision in white, appeared above the German suite, picture smiling and waving its bouquet in a cathedral. See, a little picture of a chocolate treat. Yes. Are you with me so far? Harmless. Mm -hmm. Uh, The the image was called racist, and pathetic by users on the company's Facebook page, according to the uh, tabloid Sun. A big pardon. The word of Super Dickman's is colorful and diverse and far from racist thoughts, the company wrote on their Facebook page before deleting the picture. Spokesperson Burned Rossler told the BBC the company had not put enough thought into the post and called it stupid and embarrassing. No, it isn't.
1: No, it's it not. isn't. It's not. It's cute. I, I, I have a commentary coming
0: out. Okay. That might shock you. Hmm. I mean, it might shock I you hope. that I have a commentary. I, mean, yeah, I don't I mean, know that the commentary a is shocking. Uh, German public broadcaster ZDF also came under fire on social media for calling Markle, who is biracial, exotic several times during their coverage of the nuptials and saying the gospel singers in the kingdom choir sang beautifully black. ZDF rejected claims they were racist and said it was appropriate to address a bride's background. So, so one of the ways culture, be it here or in Germany, has to push back is to ignore the stupidity of these anonymous social justice warriors. They, so, anonymous people go on social media and create enough of a ruckus that then news gathering organizations turn it into a story that's the tail wagging the dog yeah there's no story here but now it's picked up in the new york
1: post it's in the daily mail it's in the sun uh but the ironic part is social media is the one that has created this um uh, non-existent path you can do whatever you want but then if they don't like it there's an outcry. This might be silly to dress
0: up a chocolate covered marshmallow in a wedding gown, holding a bouquet and waving to people, but it, but it's not racist. And and it, with each passing example of this, the word becomes increasingly meaningless.
1: Right, and it's it's not it's not even silly if you're a chocolatier.
0: Why? But why do you why do you buckle? Why do so? Why are we seeing so many cases? Where where the uh, people behind these things buckle and cave immediately? No, they have to push back and say we reject. Or, better yet, just ignore it, and then it doesn't become a news story. Right. Then there's a there's a dead end for that social. This only became a news story because the company decided to take the the ridiculous commentary of the of the great anonymous unwashed. And give them credibility by apologizing for it. Then it becomes a story. Hmm. It's not a story if they ignored that.
1: It's not a story. Why are these big corporations, what are they so afraid of? They're afraid of being called racist because
0: racist is a, is a, a catch-all now, used to indict anyone with whom you disagree.
1: You think there'll be a crossing point and an intersection? Not where if people don't push back. Where racism doesn't. Even Look at mean this again. Anything. It's a marshmallow. It's cute. With a wedding dress. On. Yes, it's cute. A chocolate marshmallow. And you have to be, you have to be so warped if you think that represents an African American woman at the royal wedding. Oh, no, it's a I chocolate a piece covered of chocolate. marshmallow. Yes, it's like an M M&M, and chocolate M M&M. and M.
0: And then what about this? Oh, the German broadcaster ZDF came under fire on social media. For calling Markle exotic. She's good looking. Well, why can't you use the she word exotic? She can be exotic, yeah. But the, wow. the, the 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 virtuous have decided that exotic uh is an implication of, of her biracial uh uh nature. Oh man, oh man you can be exotic without being biracial. And you
1: can be exotic with being biracial. I think I'm exotic with being I Polish. I mean I'm, I'm yeah. not really yeah. I don't know how to can you say that about yourself? And then why, why should a German
0: broadcaster be held in contempt? Because they thought the gospel singers of the Kingdom Choir sang beautifully black. That's what they did do. They, they were gospel
1: singers. That's not an insult. That's not racist. That's not
0: verboten. Am I supposed to take a uh, no. line? Oh. Oh.
1: Yeah. You're supposed to take us to break. Ein Sham und Weib. Yeah, what means. are you looking at? What uh, are you thinking about? Not, we're we're sinking. sinking. We're sinking. What are you thinking about? What time is it? Time to take a break. Take it, please. It's newgateschool.org, or go old school, 612-378-0177. Newgate. Party. Commencing garage lot assignment
4: number three.
0: Wilson Pickett. We didn't have no-, <laughs> no, no, that is Wilson Pickett. We Here's John Height. You want to try and talk like Wilson?
2: No, we're not gonna have be- Will- I don't think Wilson's
5: huh. with us anymore. Uh, Wilson's gone. It's yeah. yeah. uh, partly cloudy. What 70s. about Wilson Phillips? Don't know that. Partly cloudy. It's 76 degrees. I think they're all still with us, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, Duluth Trading Company brings you uh, this uh, update. Visit Duluth Trading Company stores in Fridley, Bloomington, Woodbury, and downtown Duluth. Twins and Tigers playing at Target Field this afternoon. A win would give the Twins a sweep of the series. Right now, it's 3-1 Tigers in the fourth inning. Former twin, Nico Goodrum, with a two-run home run for the Tigers. Uh, Con- there are actually fans on social media
2: that are ripping the Twins for getting oh, rid of Nico Goodrum. Uh, Gibson pitching I didn't even the, know they uh, had him. Well, I He was a high draft pick. They let him go. They actually designated him for assignment, much like they did with Hughes the other day. Folks, he's he 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 shouldn't be in the minor.
5: Isn't he twenty seven or twenty eight? Yeah, he's, he's not a kid. He's a lifetime minor leaguer, basically. <laughs> uh, four innings for Gibson so far. Five hits, three earned runs, and three strikeouts. Again, it's three to one. Tigers after four. NFL owners have unanimously approved a new national anthem policy that requires players to stand if they're on the field during the performance, but gives them the option to remain in the locker room if they prefer. The policy subjects teams to a fine. If a player or any other team personnel don't show respect for the anthem, that includes any attempt to sit or kneel, as dozens of players have done during the past two seasons. Those teams will also have the option uh, to find any team personnel, including players with infraction. So the league could find the team, the team could find their own personnel. In its own tweet, the NFL Players Association said the union was not consulted on the policy change. It pledged to review the policy and challenge any aspect of it that's inconsistent with the collective bargaining agreement. News notes from today. Governor Mark Dayton this morning vetoing the tax conformity and budget bills that state lawmakers passed in the waiting days of the session. Uh-oh. Democratic governor's veto knocked down the two biggest pieces of legislation that the Republican-controlled legislature pushed through just as time was running out. The governor had said the so-called tax conformity bill did too little for ordinary people. In his veto letter, he also renewed criticism of Republicans for what he called fake education funding tucked into the bill. Governor had asked lawmakers late in the session to approve $138 million to aid school districts with budget shortfalls. He said the GOP didn't come up with enough new money for schools; instead, simply repurposing or shifting money from elsewhere. The failure to agree on the tax bill sets Minnesotans up for tax filing headaches next year, including possibly higher tax bills. Legislature had needed to tweak its state tax code to account for the big federal overhaul passed late last year. Now that will not happen. The massive budget bill was filled with spending that's aimed at many things, including funding aimed at making schools safer and money to boost oversight of senior care facilities. Uh, The governor has vowed not to call a special session to work any of those out. Hmm. A search warrant reveals new details in the case of that seven-year-old Plymouth boy who died after accidentally firing a loaded gun last week. According to the search warrant, a half-full box of three hundred fifty seven ammunition was found in a diaper bag at the residence, at which seven-year-old Kierra Samuels was found with a gunshot wound to the head. I've never had any uh, bullets in my diaper bags. I haven't either. Right. Just diapers and, uh, you know, milk. wipes, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, wipes. Yeah, butt cream, yeah. Ammunition was found to be of the same caliber as the handgun found next to Kiaris. During an interview, officers learned that uh, Kiaris' mother denied keeping a gun in the home, said she was unsure how the child had obtained it. Previously, officers said Kiaris was alone inside the home when he found the loaded gun in a hoverboard box. The mom told officers a friend of hers had visited earlier in the day. She said that friend must have placed the gun somewhere in the house. Authorities learned that the mother's friend failed to report to a required meeting that day with the parole officer and a warrant was subsequently issued for his arrest. After conducting tests, officers reported multiple people handled the gun the day that Kiaris was found dead. A DNA sample from the mother's friend has been requested and is intended to be used for comparison to any evidence obtained from the handgun. According to the complaint, authorities say the mom's friend is currently in custody. At this time, no one else has been charged in is this child is dead, John? That's correct. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. How old? Seven. Mm-hmm. President Trump is escalating his Twitter war against the agencies investigating Russian interference in the 2016 election, referring to them this morning as the criminal deep state in a series of tweets. Spygate could be one of the biggest political scandals in history, Trump tweeted. He's referring to reports the FBI and CIA relied on a retired Cambridge University professor to give them info on his contacts with two Trump campaign associates who are now under investigation by special counsel Robert Mueller. In an appearance on ABC, former director of national intelligence James Clapper said U.S. agents weren't spying on Trump, they were spying on Russia. He said Trump should be happy that those agents were trying to protect his campaign from foreign interference. Uh, Trump did not agree with that, tweeting, No, James Clapper, I am not happy. Spying on a campaign would be illegal and a scandal. It is boot. fake Clapper! Meanwhile, a federal judge this afternoon in New York says the president violates the First Amendment by blocking critics on Twitter for political speech. Judge Naomi Buchwald in Manhattan issued the written decision this afternoon in the ruling, she said no government official, including the president, is above the law. The case was brought last July by the Knight First Amendment Institute at Columbia University, and seven individuals who were blocked by the president after criticizing him. After a hearing this year, the judge had suggested that Trump mute rather than block the critics. At the time, a Justice Department attorney agreed that muting would enable Trump to avoid a tweet that he doesn't want to read. A three hundred ten Spanish, three hundred ten year old, excuse me, Spanish shipwreck carrying treasure that could be worth up to seventeen billion. Let's do it. Let's
0: go. Let's find that baby. Go
5: scuba. They found it, discovered with the help of an underwater robot called the Remus six thousand. That robot can go four miles deep. It's loaded with sensors and cameras. The shipwreck found by researchers with the Woods Hole Oceanographic Institution. Bronze cannons from the shipwreck confirmed it was the holy grail of shipwrecks. They are engraved with dolphins, a telltale sign. They belong to the Spanish galleon San Jose, lost more than 300 years ago in the Caribbean Sea. How deep? Uh, four miles, right? I believe. Four miles deep? It's very deep, Yes. Are they going to be able to retrieve anything? Uh, that wasn't addressed in the story, and I looked to see. It sounds like they will be able to, but I don't know how. You're going to need a longer rope. For,
0: All remotely, uh,
1: obviously.
5: You ain't getting nobody no. down there. There you go. Huh, yeah, Scuba? Yeah. Even
1: Aquaman would be like... How much longer.
5: Oh yeah. man, wow, nice reference. Yep. British warship sunk the San Jose and its crew of six hundred back in seventeen oh one. For now, all the treasure remains underwater. Working with the Colombian government, the Woods Hole team also found artifacts like teacups and ceramic jugs. The wreck has been shrouded in secrecy because of lingering question about who owns it. So wait a minute. Check this out.
2: Bring it out. You mean to tell
5: oh, me yeah. You got seventeen
2: bill worth of goods down here yeah. mm-hmm. that they're saying we don't know how we're gonna get down there. You're going to have every Tom, Dick, and Harry getting a submarine to go after this thing. And then what? Well, uh, how would they get it up? Huge out? vacuum. I'm just saying, someone. There's going to be a number of people that are going to go after this. Don't you guys think? Well, I
0: think. I think uh, uh, technology and innovation is mm-hmm. capable of figuring out how to retrieve this stuff. I'm not sure that's ready to go tomorrow. They
5: also have not. They won't say where it is. The folks that found oh. it. Oh. So, uh, Colombia and Spain both say it belongs to them. The researchers. say- You're getting warmer. Uh, it's way <laughs> over there. Go look over there. The researchers say they're. We're going to stay right here. Not treasure hunters. They're not involved in the ownership dispute. I see. Well, the rule,
1: though, I thought, once it hits the seafloor, isn't it open game? We it's in know. international I don't waters. know my
2: maritime law.
1: Oh. you see that in White Bear? No. You're saying finders keepers. I think this, is a, this isn't a brink truck set where the door blew open. This is 300 plus years. See you later.
5: I don't know. Philip Roth, the novelist who won virtually every prize except the Nobel and became the post-World War II American voice chronicling Jewish-American life, has died. He was 85 years old. Death confirmed by his literary agent, Andrew Wiley, said he died of congestive heart failure at 10.30 last night. Roth, one of the great male writers of post-war America, along with Saul Bellow and John Updike, his 1998 novel, American Pastoral, won the Pulitzer Prize. And his first book, 1960's Goodbye Columbus, won the National Book Award. He won his second National Book Award in 1995 with Sabbath's Theater. Uh, Philip Roth was 85 years old.
0: Well, Tom mm-hmm. Wolfe, uh, uh, Philip Roth, mm-hmm. I hope these don't come in threes. We're, we're losing some really great authors. Right. Is Dave
1: Dahl available? David Wallace Dahl available. When we uh, when we return from this break, he'll have a current forecast. All right.
0: stop him. He'll just make a
4: move. Joe Souchere. Here's Dave Dahl. Hey there, Joe. You got your diversity training in, right? Yes, I did. It was awesome, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. wind. 76 for the current temp. We're heading for a high today of about 82 or so. And then tomorrow, it's going to get even warmer, up to about 87. There are some scattered showers still out to our west, but they're weakening as they're traveling east-northeastward. So I think the best chance for rain tonight, for those folks listening in central Minnesota, central and northern parts of the state, are probably going to have some scattered showers, maybe a thunderstorm or two. And then for tomorrow, we have an isolated shower possible in the morning. Better chance for spotty showers and storms tomorrow night. Uh, Low temperature dropping only down to about 70 for the low. And then Friday up to 88, scattered showers and thunder showers in the morning, otherwise drying out in the afternoon, and it stays dry through the weekend, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. High temperatures all three days should be in the lower 90s. It's going to be hazy and humid all three days. Best chance for uh, next chance for thunder doesn't come our way until next Wednesday after we get done with the showers and storms early Friday. So again, today, Joe, most of the showers staying to our west and weakening. Uh, getting to a high of eighty-two. Right now we're at 76. Hey Dave, really quick. Saturday we look pretty good. Saturday looks fantastic. Ninety and dry. Yes. Tomball Classic. Yes. Thank, Thank you, you sir. Field sounds great. Thank you. Thanks, bro.
0: Are you uh, boys familiar with Tommy Lauren?
2: <clears throat> yes, I, I am only vaguely. Uh, she's. Uh, I don't watch a lot of cable news. But you she... also aren't on social media where she has a very strong presence, right?
0: And she's uh, she's uh, a pushbacker. She's conservative in nature. She's uh, uh, feisty. Mm-hmm. She doesn't care if you own a gun, for example, which okay. makes her completely unique in the news gathering business. Right. right? I don't know much about her at all, but here's a she's all over the interwebs. Well, a, she
2: exploded to fame because of her stance against the Black Lives Matter movement. Okay, that's when she kind of rose to prominence. All right,
0: and do you know offhand what her opposition to that movement was? Uh, I, offhand, I do not. All right. uh, she had brunch Sunday. At the Union Rooftop Bar in Minneapolis. Love that place. All right. And she had water thrown at her. Uh, an <sighs> unidentified woman threw the drink. Uh, uh, then Lauren uh, uh, confronted her while other patrons yelled obscenities at her, calling her a racist and telling her to leave.
1: <laughs> she what? was
0: there with her mom. Mm-hmm. She She was in town on tour for her Family Freedom and Final Thoughts show, which had been hosted at the Pantages Theater Saturday night. So she and mom went to brunch Sunday, right? Uh, She later went on Fox and Friends Wednesday to discuss the incident and later received a tweet of support from Trump. Reports say the drink was uh, water and was allegedly thrown at Laren after she noticed a group of women glaring at her. As Laren walked by them, she apparently said, just another day in the life. Lauren has commonly found herself in the center of controversy, being outspoken on everything from immigration to pro-gun policies and rising to fame for her viral videos where she calls out everyone from Colin Kaepernick to Beyonce. All right. Then uh, one of our uh, federated insurance friends, uh, Chris Yasger, alerted me to uh, City Pages coverage of this. Mm-hmm. I would not have otherwise seen it, so I thank him. Uh, He's a
1: good GLer. Has been for a while.
0: Tommy Lauren was in Minneapolis for the weekend for. This is my example, by the way. First example today of the center not holding. Okay. Tommy Lauren was in Minneapolis for the weekend for an appearance at the Pantagious Theater where Lauren's uniquely bleached brand of trolldom, I don't even know what the hell that means because I'm not a hipster enough, was on display in a talk uh, called Family Freedom and Final Thoughts. Uh, The morning after her talk, Lauren sought brunch in downtown Minneapolis and apparently made her way to the rooftop of Union Restaurant on Hennepin Avenue. Uh, We do know, thanks to Instagram posts that appeared Monday and have since been circulated widely, that her exit went poorly. A short clip shows a woman standing to throw a drink at Tomy as she walks past. Uh... Okay. The Fox News contributor apparently stopped and turned back to confront the water thrower's table. At which point, a man yelled, "Bleep that b-word!" Whoa! And bleep that hoe, racist-assed b-word. And then he asked, "Why are you even out here?" Uh, within a couple of seconds, she wasn't. Lauren ended the confrontation and left the scene. The woman left standing there talking to patrons after Tommy retreats might just be Lauren's mom. Some of the water got on uh, Tommy's mom as well.
1: Uh, Stay classy, Minnesota.
0: TMZ passed along information from sources uh, who report that the drink throwing was completely unprovoked.
2: Did uh, you see the video uh, of and this? Then,
0: and then City Pages adds, completely, except for like 500 things she said on national television. So the, the staff at City Pages, whoever wrote this, was obviously terribly pleased that this woman was treated so right. inhospitably.
2: Right. Did you see the video? No, I did not. This was a complete setup. The there's there's cell phone video in which a woman is saying, "Wait, just you know they're they're waiting for her to walk by so they could get video." It's it's the most childish act, and whether you agree with her or not is beside the point. Well, here's my question: Obviously, the rooftop bar union is full of flaming
0: uh, euphorians. Mm-hmm. All right, right? How in the hell would they even have? No- I wouldn't have known who she was. I wouldn't have either. I, I, I would not have known who she is. You would think, Well, you got a table. You of, would uh, think the the mad the mad left in particular wouldn't have known who she was, or they don't strike me as the crowd that would be watching her on Fox Television.
1: Uh right. But he, so but that whole table was vocal.
0: So here is a, is a conservative voice, young woman, uh, having a brunch with her mother. And uh, was treated uh, poorly merely because she apparently is a conservative. The center's not holding. She's not allowed to have the thoughts she has and be in the polite company of those who frequent the rooftop bar. She's supposed to think how
1: how they think? I guess. Okay. Thank
2: you.
0: Yeah. Wow. Uh, Uh. then it says here, just last week, City Pages brought you the story of Tommy Lauren's uncovered Minnesota roots, which tie her back to immigrant ancestors, Norwegians who spoke little or no English. We suspect those simple farm folk would have trouble wrapping their heads around almost every single aspect of, those, of this most recent event. Downtown, rooftop dining, brunch, Instagram, purposely spilling any amount of water, and perhaps most curious of all, just why this mean young descendant of theirs is so well-known. So because she thinks that she does, she's mean. Janet, quickly, please. Sure.
3: Um, I find Minneapolis to be terribly inhospitable to conservatives, and what I wonder is how many of those people who threw water and swore at her have all our welcome signs posted in their windows.
1: (laughs) Yeah, thank you. Yep. Yeah. Well, this was a table of classless people. I just watched the video and yeah. listened to it. Yeah. And he's yelling all those obscenities with all these people around. Here's my pushback. Where's the class? Here's my pushback. What do you got? And it's 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 not
0: going to cause anyone to shudder in in fear. I will never go there. I'll never. I just I'll make it a point to make sure I never go to the to the Union Bar, the rooftop bar. Is that what
2: it's called, Union? Revers. Yes, it's the Union Restaurant. The shame of it is, it's a great place. Well, okay, I'm not going there. All right.
0: Bleep them. They they obviously. Uh, would not be hospitable
1: to garage logicians, is what it sounds like. Why don't you buy me dinner there and we'll find out? No. 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 Okay. no. We can do like a science The center exam. ain't holding. Four, two,
0: it's the end of the world as we know it. And it feels fine. Joe Sussurek. So, this young gal, Tommy Lauren, who thinks for herself,
1: is
2: mean. It's pronounced Tommy, by the Tommy, way. Tommy? Tommy yeah. Lauren.
1: We were told via an email, or I can't verify this, but another morning radio show said this morning the water thrower was a volunteer Democrat staffer at the legislature. Said if she got five likes on Instagram, she's doing the throwing. What do you I, mean she got five likes? If on Instagram, if. if if she posted that, and I- but again,
0: well, maybe maybe <clears throat> the likes of a DFL administrative assistant, they they uh, uh, get up in the morning and and look for the uh, Tommy Lauren to be offended by. So then she would, if it was a she, she would have recognized recognized her. If I was sitting there having oh. brunch, I would not have known who that young lady and the other woman were. I would not have known that's Tommy and her mother. Same, <laughs> jeez, fifteen hundred ESPN is KSTP St. Paul, Minneapolis round two coming up.